0: Welcome to Lead with Clarity, where we help you focus on what matters most. I'm your host, Scott Sutherland, and I am here with my lovely wife, Shondell. Shondell, how are you doing today?
1: Fabulously fallish.
0: Yeah, this is great weather to be outside. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I love it too. So, okay, this is part two of The Working Genius. Mm -hmm. Shondell, why don't you do a quick high-level recap of our last podcast?
1: Awesome. So we have been talking about The Working Genius, which is a book coming out on September 27th by Patrick Lencioni. And I got certified in this last summer, a year ago, and I have used it with so many teams. I'm just, I can't wait to have more people know about this. And we love taking teams and and individuals and couples through this. So that's what we're going to talk about today is how we use it in our marriage and our work, um, which is totally entertaining. So just high level, there are three stages of work. It starts with ideation, it goes to activation, and then implementation. So in each one of those stages of work, there are two letters. So the Ideation is the W-I, which is wonder and invention. The activation is discerning and galvanizing. And the activation is uh, enablement and tenacity. And together, they'll spell the word widget because they all go together. It's a really cool little term. And what we say is that every job, every project, every vacation is a six letter job. And so every person has two geniuses, two competencies, two frustrations, and so when you know your geniuses, you, and you could to work in those all day long, you're totally energized. When you have to dip into your competencies, which you do, you can do them, but they're not as life-giving. And then there's the frustrations, which we all have to do as well, and it can drain your energy. And so one of the fun things that I believe has happened with you and I is really understanding our frustrations. So before we talk about our frustrations, I think the research that you did on the why, I always like to look at why should we be concerned about people's geniuses? Why should we get everybody in the room and talk about how we work together as a team and why these geniuses are so important for us to bring into our culture? So why don't you share a little bit about that? Because I'm fascinated.
0: Well, in 2021, 47 million workers quit their jobs.
1: That's shocking to me. I mean, I knew the great, what's it called? Uh,
0: the great resignation. Yeah, the great
1: resignation. I knew all the, about 47 million jobs. I didn't know that number. Sorry, keep going.
0: Yeah, so the why behind that. And I always like to know, what is yeah, that? Yeah, why yeah. is mm-hmm. that? So the reason people want improved work-life balance, they would they want greater flexibility, increased compensation. And to me, the big one, a strong company culture,
1: yeah, boy, we had a couple people over at our house the other day, and really young couple, and they were talking that's all they talked about when we asked them about their job. They glossed right over their title and went into the culture. And one person loved their culture. And that's all they talked about, what a great company and the culture. And then the other guy is like, yeah, I kind of like what I do, but I hate my company culture. It's old school. It's this, it's that. And it was fascinating to us because here's the statistic right in action. And this guy uh, is not using his working geniuses.
0: Yeah. And this is the reason why I think right now, People are looking for the right cultural fit for them.
1: Yeah. And that includes like, that. does this culture see me as an individual? Do they know my gifts? Am I really known as a person? And do I do work that adds value to the company and adds value and energy back to me? And so this is like a $25 assessment. And with a little bit of coaching, figuring out how to really implement into your teams and meeting, that brings a big ROI, which is important to me. And I really do believe you have to couple this with our clarity report and possibly even an Enneagram, and then you're going to be absolutely headed toward the best place to work.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And this always brings me back to something we had talked about before when we had a whole podcast on culture Mm -hmm. is... People hire for the right individual. They want to bring the right people on the bus. We use Jim Collins a yeah. lot. When you when you get the right person on your bus, you'll find the right seat for them.
1: Yeah. We, we and you're talking about right, values that match yeah. and that are we have a defined culture and this person definitely fits in. And how do we put them in the right seat? Yeah, it's a good point.
0: Yeah. So today let's get into new content. Mm -hmm. So Shondell, get us started.
1: All right. Well, I want to talk about one of the best parts of the working genius that you and I put into action. And that is one, understanding our frustrations. Right. So you and I, both the lowest we have is T, which is tenacity. And in the acronym widget, it's the end. And it's the people that follow things through. They get things done. They make sure that things are done to the standard of which we had agreed to. And you and I just both lack it. It's awful. right? So what I really realized in this is that I, because of my personality of just being high capacity and everything's on fire, you know, all of this knowledge from our clarity report... I realize that I am frustrated because not only am I frustrated at myself, which is a big part of this, that I'm not getting my stuff done. But then I'm frustrated at you for not getting your stuff done. And then I'm doing your stuff and my stuff. And it's just one frustrated mess.
0: So yeah, Shondell, I will totally own that. And (laughs) and I think part of the reason for that, you know, I... I have been doing a ton of debriefs lately on the assessments we run. Um, the Clarity Report. Yeah. And and I notice how oftentimes people have on their report, like mine, in the time wasters mm-hmm. area of the report, is postponing the unpleasant. <laughs> now there are certain things to me that are extremely unpleasant. And really there are aspects of that to every job. Yes. And so for me, it comes to those maybe more detail-oriented things that I actually have to follow through on that I really don't like to do.
1: Yeah, and because of my clarity report and I'm that high D, high I, like they become on fire for me and then I want to do them, but I'm still frustrated. So I get a lot of tea done, but not in a good way. So what we decided is we got to hire some tea. So yeah. we hired Erica to come. She's our my sister-in-law and our executive assistant now. And she loves to tea. It's fun for her. It's funny because her frustrations are my geniuses. And so once we get this down, it's an unstoppable machine.
0: Yeah. Some of these things of what we're talking about are little details that I feel like interfere with our main work. Yeah, you know, yep. and it's getting those little things done that is a constant irritation. We're terrible.
1: Okay, so Scott has wonder as his number one. And that yeah. when we remember the last time we did the altitudes, so he's at that 30,000 feet and it's described to me what happens in the wonder brain.
0: Those of us with wonder, we're always wondering about what are the possibilities and we're asking questions. We want to always know why. Mm -hmm. Why are we doing this? (laughs) What are the problems? What are the challenges? And then we never have any ideas as to how to solve our own questions.
1: Right, which drives us invention people nuts because we've got an idea for everything. Right. And that's how this working genius works. Like you've got that W, but then you bring me your wonders and your possibilities. And I used to get super frustrated with you. In fact, it's one of my um, working frustrations, my other one. And so I would just get frustrated with you. I'm like, well, what are you going to do about that? Like you'd be talking about all these theories or whatever. And I'd be like, okay, what are we going to do? And you go, I don't know. I just was thinking about it. and. That would trigger my D, which is the dominance in the DISC profile from our clarity report. And then we'd be off to the races. And now I understand it. Like, yes, you have the W and the D, which is the discerning, but I've got the I. I've got all the ideas. So what used to really trigger me and going, well, what are you going to do about it? (laughs) I now go, oh, are we in wonder right now? And you'll shake your head yes. And then I'll go, okay. And then I know I get to step up to the plate and start doing my genius, which is coming up with a million ideas of what we could do about it.
0: Yeah, and I think I really like and what you said about I theorize. Mm-hmm. And I mean, That resonates for me because I do. I think, I process, I journal <laughs> and and I'll share with you what I've been thinking about and you look at me like, are you stark raving mad, you know? And I'm like, (laughs) I don't think so. But then you always ask me, what are you going to do about that? Yeah. And I never have one iota of, of a clue of what to do.
1: Yeah. So then we both go into the D. So we share a genius Which is under discerning, which makes us an incredible uh, pair when it comes to coaching. Because you'll see one side, I'll see the other, but we both really will get to the same conclusion because of our discerning. And so it's fun because with you having a WD, you know that's not a good idea, but you don't have one to replace it. And if I used to get really angry about that, I'm like, well, if you think it's a bad idea, come up with a better one. And so since we've worked on this working genius, I've realized Mm -hmm. you just know it's not a good idea. (laughs) And so instead of being frustrated, I'll go, okay, let's go back. Let's think about some other ideas because it is easy for me to come up with ideas.
0: I really do appreciate your working genius of invention because that so fulfills my wonder. You know, I'll be thinking about something. I'll share it with you. You always have a great way of actually figuring out how we can we can do this. Mm-hmm. And whereas I often don't know, I just come to you with an idea, and or with with a problem mm-hmm. like the fence, <laughs> you know. So I'm, I'm building a fence at the house, um, and I'm getting ready to finish things off, and I tell you about the problem I'm having. And you said, what?
1: Yeah, it was great because you came to me and you go, Shondell, I know you are a creative problem solver. So you like, you gave me this permission to be who I am. And then I got to cut all of, make all these cuts. It's going to take me five hours. Do you think you could think of an easier way to do it? And I asked, okay, what exactly are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. We don't need to share every detail here. But I said, why don't you just come up with like a model that you can just put there and then you can just cut on it. And then you don't have to measure every time. And?
0: So what she's referring to is called a jig, and that's exactly what I made. It took me about a half an hour to make the jig, and then I made all those cuts in less than an hour.
1: And they're perfect. They are perfectly straight. And so we laugh about it all the time. It
0: had to be spot on. I
1: know nothing about fences, jigs, or saws, but I was able to hear what the problem was as as he told me, and then I can come up with a solution. And this is what I use in coaching all the time. I don't need to know about your business. I don't need to know a lot of things, but I have this discerning part of me because it's usually around people. And I've been doing this for 25, 30 years and I've got this idea thing. And so I, you know, the greatest part for me about coaching is that you don't give people advice. You give them an idea to possibly think through or a new way of looking at things. So the cool part is I get to use my invention and discerning every day of my life when I'm coaching. The other part of my, job, which is the galvanizing and the enabling and helping and getting things done, that drains my energy, even though some of those are competencies for me. And that's what I took a sabbatical from. I got to take a few weeks off this summer to not have to do those things of working in the business. And so it was really cool that I was able to do that.
0: Yeah. And we were grateful to provide you that opportunity. <laughs> yeah. So that was good.
1: Yeah, like I didn't take a, I didn't take a vacation from my clients because that's right. life-giving to me.
0: Yeah. Well, why don't we get into another aspect of working genius, which is really important. And this is around meetings.
1: So helping companies with meetings is something that we do because it has everything to do with a great culture and getting results. You know, Once we get that one-page strategic plan in place, then we need meetings to follow it up. And so uh, we get a lot of our meeting ideas from Patrick Lencioni in his book, Death by a Meeting. We also use Vern Harnish and a few other traction, a few other tools of that. But what Patrick Lencioni talks about is how to use your working geniuses and to have effective meetings. And I think he's spot on. So let's start just high level, your annual strategic planning meeting, which we are starting to book right now. Like this is the time between October, November, December is when y'all should be working on your annual plan for the next year. You get your executive team offsite for one and a half to two days and you really work about, hey, what are we going to do this year? What's the most important thing? And in that case, you really need Your brainstormers. You need, and everyone's there. I mean, whether they're a T or knee or whatever they are, everyone's there. We just know that we're not trying to figure out the how. We are definitely in a brainstorming ideation stage. And so you definitely want an I or a D leading that meeting. And um, that's why facilitators, I think both Alan, Melanie, and I all have the parts of that I in us that's that ideation piece. And then the next uh, thing you want. Want to do is once you're doing the annual strategic planning, you want to have your quarterlies. And that's once a quarter you go and review it. So those are all of that brainstorming ideation. Okay now we bring it into more of those monthly ad hoc or strategic meetings where that's where you're not absolutely you're not coming up with the plan, you're tweaking the plan you know, the, in a strategic way, which requires some discerning. So you definitely want your discerning there. And then when we go into the weekly tactical, they were not, we are no longer brainstorming. And I think that's the key. Like for me with my ideation or you with your wonder, we have to be really careful that when we're in our weekly tacticals, we're not trying to recreate wheels. We're not trying to make it better. We have to, we have got to execute. And so that's a time that I really have to make sure that I'm not imposing my geniuses onto that meeting because that is in that, you know, galvanizing getting the enablement, the tenacities done. And then always, uh, when you do your daily huddle, which we highly recommend, those quick meetings, those are tea meetings. How are we going to get this stuff done? And you probably want a discerner leading that so they can keep everything on track. So um, there's a lot more that we can say about that, but I just l- may, I love it when companies really get their meetings dialed in because it just makes the culture and it makes things go easier and we're not stuck reading emails all day.
0: All right. Well, that's great, Shondell. I do love the working genius around meetings. It makes absolute sense. Yeah. Let's land the plane. Final words.
1: Yeah. I think as leaders, we need to realize that whatever our working geniuses are going to be the loudest. And we have to, like almost they count for double. We need to make sure we know what our top two are and that we're not imposing those in the wrong place in the wrong time. And we also need to realize that we need to celebrate others. Like for me, I was always frustrated with yours and now I celebrate it. And that is so important um, for a team. The last thing I want to say is get your team to do this. You know, your husband, your wife, whoever it is, your partner, get in there and understand how we can work better as a team. Whether it's your executive team, your company team, uh, whether you're using it as one more piece of the puzzle of your hiring. And I know that we decided, Shondell Group, if you want us to come work with you, we're going to give everyone 20% off. um, And they get a team map, they get the assessment if they uh, work with us, and we hope that they will. All right. I think that's what we have for you. I do hope that everyone will go figure out your top geniuses and bring them to the world. We want you to be your best selves. And remember Scott and I, this is our last uh, podcast of the season because we are going on a big fat road trip. We can't wait. And so we will catch you on the way back in a few weeks. Go back and check out our first episodes and our newsletter and Go to shondellgroup.com, check out our, our blogs, our videos. we got tons of resources for you while we're gone. So everyone, have a great day and be the best you can be today.
0: Bye, everybody.